Tzoraim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. We are on page Reish Ayin Ches. We have now finished Yishtabach. We're moving into the third section of the prayer service, which is the Kriyashma and its accompanied brachos. And the first bracha is Yotzer Or Uvore Choshech. Hashem fashions the light and creates the darkness. Osa Shalom makes peace. Uvore Yasakol and creates everything. He illuminates for the earth and for those who reside in it with mercy and with his goodness He renews every day constantly the acts of creation. So therefore, when we look at the beginning of creation, what is the first time, what is the first thing that Hashem created? It says, Let there be light. Not as a machlokas in the Medrash was the creation of heaven and earth first, or was light first. The Gomorrah, the Medrash concludes that the light was created first. That's the beginning of the creation. And therefore, we have to investigate what this is very clearly. And we have to know there are two types of light. On the first day of creation, Hashem says, Vayehi or and and there was light. Hashem created a concept of light. Now, what kind of light is this? Because you know, on the fourth day, Hashem created the sun and the moon, and that was a light. So, what was going on? So, we have to say that um, that the four, the light on day four is the natural light that we see. The sun produces light. So what was before that? Before that was a different type of light. Okay. That light is what is called uh, the or ganus, the hidden light that are for tzaddikim in the future. Okay. All right. So now what is the, the light we get from the sun? We would say that's like a reflection of the or ganus. The, the Medrash says, if the light, that first light would come back, it would make the sun look like nothing. It would like, totally be like nothing. So that's a special organus that's reserved for the next existence. Now, in our world, the way we are, we don't have the ability to see that light. It's hidden. And uh, and with our senses, the only thing we can see is the reality that's around us. That's what we can see. But that light itself, we cannot see because it's hidden. Okay. And sometimes um, we, we, we sometimes sense a little of it. It's just a reflection of it, as we'll explain in a minute. Okay, so now what is, when we're saying the bracha, that Hashem created the light and the darkness, so the main bracha of the light is not really for the hidden light because we have no idea what that is, but, but we see what the benefits of that light are. And when we see the benefits of that light, then we give thanks 
for the existence of that light, as we shall explain. That's a light. That's a hidden light. Does it exist? It exists. Can we see that light? We cannot see that light. But is that light giving us benefits even now? And that is yes. And that's why it's hard for us to get excited about something we haven't seen. Now, sometimes we get a little mirror of that. Let's say when you're learning Torah and you come up with an incredible breakthrough. So we get a little, as we say, I see the light of understanding. Okay, so that's something you could grasp. That, that's like a little bit like that light. And that's only uh, an ability to have an idea of what's going on. So if we look at like this muscle, just like the sun, the sun that we have, can you look directly at the sun? You cannot. Why not? It will blind you. Can you benefit from the sun? You can know the sun is creating photosynthesis, giving light, giving warmth, but I can't see the sun. I know it's there. Okay, that's one type of light, but that's a, a, a mushal, a parable to this light. And this light operates all the time, but we're not aware of that light. Sometimes we get a little smattering of that light. So let's try to explain what does this, what does this mean? So when we talk about the power of sight, that is our ability to grasp reality. So let's say a book is in front of you. So what do you see? I see a safer in front of me. And the light that's in the room allows me to see the book, right? And, um, but there's another light that lets us see it in a deeper reality. So let's try to say, let's, let's look at regular sight. So are you only seeing, so a regular person only sees what he sees, superficial books on the table. But there is still in his ability to see a grasp that's beyond the simple understanding. So let's give a couple simple examples. Three people are looking through a window, a little child, uh, an adult and then a Torah scholar. So the little child sees, not, even, not a Torah scholar, rather an, a sophisticated person. So what's going on? Let's say a car is going by fast outside of the street. Yes, the little child, what do you see? He says, I saw something red going fast by. He doesn't know what a car is. The mature person says, I see a car. The sophisticated says, I see a Lamborghini. Now, how does that guy know it's a Lamborghini? Because he knows the topic. He can even tell by the way the engine's roaring. Okay? So there's three ways to look. Now, they're all correct, but each one is more sophisticated than the next. The kid has no idea what's a Lamborghini. It's just something red that moves by it. It has no effect in his life. Or let's say three people are looking at the heavens. 
Uh, and the kid says, wow, I see this dot. This black dot is going across the sky. The older person says, that's an airplane going through the sky. The other one says, that's an F-15. Okay, so therefore, you can see and not see. What, what benefit does the kid get in seeing the dot? Not much. Now, the adult knows, oh, there's a plane there. Now, let's, let's say even further, you're stranded on a desert island. Okay, and there's a, a dot going by. The kid says, a dot going by. The other one says, that's not a dot. That's some kind of uh, air, air, aeronautical device. And the sophisticated says, that's, that's, that's a helicopter. Let's start screaming. Get his attention. They can pick us up and save us. So there's different levels of what you can see. So with this, we can get a little idea of what this Or Haganus is. The Talmud says that first man, he looked with the light from one end of the world to the other. The Nevesheh Haimek says, what does it mean he has such good vision? He says, he's able to see all of reality from the beginning of the worlds until the end of the worlds. It illuminated everything. In other words, for that first light is not just what creates the reality, but it's creating the reality that is behind the reality. So the light really is, well, just like we know light by definition is clarity, it, 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 it is a light. So the light, the news is really the reality of what creation is before the creation state. Okay? It's the true essence of everything. And everything only exists by God's word. And every second, Hashem creates something from nothing. <coughs> and that's when it says, and God said, like the Tanya says, that when Hashem says, Rakia, sky, the sky came into being, and the letters, Reish, Kuf, Yud, Ayin, keep pouring into the world to keep the sky moving, existing. Now that is something that comes from the hidden light. Okay. And therefore, whatever, whatever a person sees, whatever it may be, a building, a person, a, a, a machine, that's all after Hashem concealed the light. But before Hashem concealed the light, it shined to the point where the person saw that light means you see the energy of Hashem putting it into the object. Again, I many times say that that muscle, the magic eye pictures, where you cross your eyes and see a picture there. So if we could cross our eyes and see not a little different, the real magic eye would be you see something and now you see the picture behind the picture. Those are the energies of Hashem, the will of Hashem making that happen. That would be the marshal of the light, the hidden light that nobody can see. Okay. And that is the hidden light that Hashem hid at the beginning of creation. Where with that light, you could see the creative process going on. And that's the true essence. The true essence of the table is not this table. The true essence is the will of Hashem that a table should be here. And that is the reality of this table. This table is just about the end result. 
And what's the difference? Because if Hashem doesn't want the table of beer, it can vanish. Not that you have to make it vanish. Hashem can make it. Just pull, pull away the energy. It's gone. Poof. Right. So therefore, everything in the world, okay, um, a person uh, could look at the world and see certain things. You know, let, let's say the sun. Let's say the sun. So, what does an animal see about the sun? He sees some colors. Uh, another kind of person, the person can say, I see the sun. But someone who has real intelligence and he learned Torah, he sees God. He sees the reality of Hashem. Adarisha looked at the sun, and what does he say? How did he know this? Because he saw what brings the sun into the world. And this really is the earliest idea of idol worship. Idol worship really wasn't so far off the mark. When they saw the sun, they really saw there's a God behind that. And therefore they felt the sun is worthy of our worship as an emissary of Hashem. They saw it as an emissary of Hashem. So now today, if a person really is well-learned in Torah, you can really see the light. And that's the way we're supposed to learn Torah because the rabbi says, the Or Haganus, the hidden light, is buried inside the Torah. And the Torah gives you the right way of understanding what the sun is. To be able to see the true reality, not, not the total true reality, you gotta wait for the next world, but you can have some good idea of what's going on over there. And therefore, you have some great stories of great tzaddikim who could pull off certain miracles. The Briskarov was hiding from the Germans. He's in a room. The Germans walk in the room and they don't see him. He's there, he's at the table. What's going on? Somehow he could tap into that Or Haganus. That Or Haganus, he's there, but not the way we see him. We see the roots of that reality that a regular person cannot see. Okay, so this is the light that we are thanking Hashem for. Okay, so the light that we have today certainly is not like that first light. But it gives us the ability to appreciate not just the item that we see, but the inner content and essence of the item. And therefore, we see how Hashem gave us a connection to all of reality. And therefore, we make this bracha, Yotzer Or what are we making a bracha for? We're thanking Hashem for our connection to reality, our grasp, our truer grasp of the world. If we don't have a truer grasp of the world, we're like a donkey. Will you not say that a donkey benefits from the light? Sure, a donkey benefits the light. But the donkey, for example, never sees the heavens. Never look up. But they benefit. He doesn't even know if the heaven is blue. He may see a little blue somewhere, but he doesn't understand what it is. He doesn't understand its essence compared to what we're able to see. So guess what? The donkey compared to us is a lot closer than us compared to us, the angels. Right? And if we can't see that, we're like totally the dark. 
So let's say you have a, a totally secular Jew. He doesn't know the true reality of the world. He doesn't know there's a God in this world. He doesn't know about mitzvahs, mezuzah, tzitzah, shavas, kashas. You call this a person who can see? Some people can't see. Okay, but with the kindness of Hashem, there is a light that we can merit to see. But we have to think about the true light and the way we could see things, the simple seeing, we have to know there's a deeper way to see and not to see like a behemoth. Okay, we have to know that, you know, eventually we're going to die. There's an Elam Haba, there's an Aganadin, there's Torah Mitzvahs. I'm alive and I'm a person with Seichel. And to be able to look at what you're seeing and see something much deeper. When Mashiach will come, the reality will be, as the Navi says, and the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem like water that's covering up the world. And in that time, the Navi says, get up, uh, uh, my light, because the honor of Hashem is shining upon you. When Hashem will reveal that light, the aura, the news, the result will be, and the, and the honor of Hashem will shine upon us. It will all be revealed. We'll see the ultimate truth. And then we end this bracha, or chadash al tzion ir. a new light will shine upon Zion. And that's like an opening. Okay. And that's the purpose of all of creation. And baruch at Hashem yotzer hamaros. Blesses Hashem that you created the lights. Certainly, it, 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 it includes the sun, but that's not the real thing because we said that earlier. That Hashem gave us the ability to tell there's big day and night. So it's not really thank Hashem for the sun, per se, for that light, that or, although it's a very beneficial thing. We're talking about the deeper light, the deeper way of understanding reality. Now, this is an important bracha because it's going to lead us to the Shema. And the Shema is going to say there's only one reality but Hashem. What are you talking about? There's other realities. No, no, there are no other realities. To begin to get to this stage of Shema Yisrael, you have to begin to, to, have, to see what there is to see. Now, of course, we don't, only great tzaddikim, like the Balatanya and people like that, they could mamish see the Or HaGanus in this world. And there's many stories about these great tzaddikim that they didn't see the objects. They saw the letters. That is the Or Ganus. That's the ultimate reality. No, this is all a manifestation of Hashem. And that's all I see is manifestation of Hashem. Now, we can't see that, but we could know that. We can, we, can, we can know that certain realities exist and that gives us the ability to understand those realities. And therefore, we have to live in that reality. So if you understand that Hashem is giving the energy for everything, it's on the simplest level, the simplest level, somebody comes along and punches you in the nose. So what do you see? This guy punched me in the nose. How do you react? You're going to punch him back. Now, that, 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 that's, that's like looking like a little child. What do you really see? Hashem's will is that you should be punched in the nose. Well, if you see that, you live, you live a different life. Why does Hashem want me to be punched in the nose? What did I do to deserve this? Is it going to be make sense for me to punch the guy back? That's the organ news. Now, of course, you don't see that organ. 
but we have to be talking that that organ news exists. And more than that, that now creates an important reality that the higher world and the lower world is connected. And that's a very important thing as we're going to move on into the next chapter, which we have time to start. Yeah? So how we relate to this recent incidents in Israel? Like, so should we let it go? I had things let it happen. We don't let it go because Hashem doesn't want us to let go. We have to know how to respond. So even when the guy punched you in the nose, you have to respond. How do you respond? Well, maybe you may need to punch him back because he's going to keep on punching if you don't stop. But even when you're punching him back, you know that's not the source of the suffering. So yes, Hamas is attacking us. We have to kill them. We got to realize that's not the problem. The problem is Hashem wants them to do this. Now, why a loving God like Hashem, why would he want this to happen unless there's something Hashem wants to tell us? If you don't see that, then you're like the cow. And Hashem has, we know there is such a light and there's a capability of seeing that light. Now, maybe we can't see it, but we gotta believe that it exists. And when that light exists, that's the light that's the source of the unity of Hashem. That everything in this world is Hashem. And that's what this bracha is saying. We're talking about all, all of creation is a result of this light. That's a light we cannot see, and it's a light of a higher reality. And we have to, as we're going down, we're moving up. There was Asiya, the world down here. Very nice. That's that's what our eyes actually see. And then we got the world of uh, Yitzira. That's the world of the angels. And the praises. And to get excited about everything, how Hashem is involved in this world. And now we're taking it a step higher. We're going to the world of Bria. Or we're going to that Organus reality. That world is the world before the world of the angels. There's a world of the will of Hashem as it manifests. And God created that world to bring the rest of the worlds into existence. So we're, we're moving up the ladder to appreciate that this exists. And we hope that that light will once again be manifest in a way we can recognize it. Even though I can't see it, I have to know it exists. You got to know it exists. If you don't know that that exists, then how are you going to say there's one God? How are you going to get to the Shema? So if you know that at least there is this organus, that organus is the unifying factor in all of reality, and it's the same unifying factor. It's the will of Hashem. Will of Hashem by putting these letters in this situation, these letters in this situation. I mean, bless God is the one who fashioned the lights in that way. Okay, so now in this blessing, we move on now to the next chapter, where we, very important, we discuss, we bring in now the song of the angels. We say, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzvakos, Moloch Haaretz Kavodo, and Baruch Kavod Hashem Mim Komo. And therefore, 
before we're going to explain this song of the angels, we have to understand what's the connection of the angels singing and this existence of the light that we're talking about. We're praising Hashem for the organus that is making the world happen, but we also mention about the angels singing. So what's going on with the angels singing? And then how is this different than Pesukah de Zimra, which was also songs? And there's a lot of questions, because if the songs, if we just said earlier that we're in Pesukah Zimra, we're in the world of the angels, how come there's no angels mentioned in Pesukah Zimra? Pesukah Zimra is no angels. We don't hear what the angels are saying. Here, we hear what the angels are saying, so that's a question we'll discuss tomorrow. But what are we really doing? In the regular Pesukah Zimra, our eyes the concept is singing for the world that we see with an enthusiasm. That we thank Hashem for the world that He created, which is very important. But the brach of Yotzer Or has a much deeper point. Because we live, to realize, we live in an awesome world. A world of Hashem, a world where the Shekhinah is here, if we see it or not. And this bracha tells us that there's something beyond what we're seeing over here. And to get a true, there's a truer reality of what to know about. And as we said, a person without that light, he's like living a paralyzed life. And therefore, we have to say every morning, the bracha of the light, that say there's something called light that Hashem created, that a Jew should not be in the darkness in a spiritual sense. And with that light, we can get to the depths of what reality. And to see what the essence is of Kadosh, 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 Hashem, Tzvokos, Melokh, Eretz, These are awesome things. We have to have a certain feeling of that all day long. So when, when we say this bracha, the person now should acquire a certain feeling in grasping the true realities. And to rest aside appreciating what is really the Torah? Is the Torah just another book, Chas V'Shalom? Or is it instructions for living? Who wrote the Torah? The one who wrote Torah is the one who created all the worlds. And Hashem is the source of reality for all the worlds. And this is a time to really reflect. Where it's time where this is more of an intellectual part of davening. Sukkot Shem is an emotional part of davening. You get excited. Now we're not getting exciting. We're getting intellectual. That's the higher level. A higher level is using your intellect. And to realize the way the angels have a higher intellect. And now we want to connect with the angels who have a higher understanding of what's going on. Now, a person can go through this world that Hashem has created and not know what's going on at all. Okay, do any of you guys hear the walls screaming right now? No. What's wrong with your ears? Can't you hear them screaming? They're all screaming that God created me. You don't hear the table screaming? Saying Hashem created me for have Sfarim on the desk. Right? Every, every gram of air is singing. Everything is singing. That's the whole idea of Parakshira. And what if we don't hear anything? I don't see, I don't hear. And what are they all singing? Kadosh, 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 Hashem, Svagos, Eberuch, Kvod, Hashem, Nim, Kamal. And as we say in that tefillah, what do we say about the Mochim? 
Kulam Ahuvim, they're all beloved. Kulam Barurim, they're all clear. Kulam Giborim, they're all strong. <coughs> they all do the will of Hashem in trepidation. They all open up their mouths with a holiness and a purity of song. And they bless and praise and glorify and sanctify and coronate the name of Hashem, the awesome one. That's all part of this tefillah. Where do we hear this? In this world. It's here. We don't hear it. But that's the light. Where they're seeing the true reality not to live in the darkness. So what's going on over here? So now we have the first part we said. We have to realize there's a light over here. Who realizes it? The Malachim. So what does that help? The answer is, Mesil Shashurim tells us in the chapter deals with alacrity, doing things quickly, Zrizus. He talks all about the virtues of Zrizus. And then he says, hey, take a look at the angels. They are praised by alacrity. It says they're strong people. They do the will of Hashem. They hear what he has to say. And the Navi says, and the, and the angels, they run back and forth like a lightning bolt. Fast. They do things fast. And says to Hashem, what do you want? A person is not a malach. We can't go as fast as a malach. But the answer is, as much as we can try to approximate what an, an angel does, we should try to do that. And David HaMelech praised Hashem for his portion. He says, I was quick, I didn't delay to try to do your mitzvahs. So the question is, what's Lutzado adding that he didn't say earlier? He already explained that a person who has good mitos has alacrity. And that's an introduction to all mitzvahs. And now what's he adding about the angels? That we should try to be like the angels. So why is it so important to know that the angels do things fast? What does that have to do with us? I'm not an angel. And more than this, the Rambam in Hilchus Yisodei Torah, that's the foundations of Torah, he talks about the whole arrangement of creation, and he talks about angels. Which means we have to know one of the fundamentals of Torah, so there is a concept of angels. But what does that have to do with us? And the answer is, a person does have to try to be like an angel. What? Well, yeah, the attribute of Zerizus is not a human quality. That's a quality of the angels. You know why? People by nature are not alacritous. Why? Because we're made out of sand. We're made out of dirt. We're, we're heavy. Gravity. We're heavy people. We don't like to get up and do things. There's no such thing as alacrity. So how could you have alacrity? You gotta wanna be like an angel. You can say, I can't, I'm too tired. What do you mean? Do what you can. Try to try to be like an angel, even though you can't be an angel. And that's what Sil Sharm is teaching us. The Malachim as an example that what Aravodas Hashem should try to approximate. And Hashem requires from each of us to be an angel as much as we can. And that's a whole different way of looking at light, life. So the whole song of the Malachim is only to give us some idea of what's going on in the heavens. It's given over to us that we can sing in the same way. And this is a big yesod we need to know. And the truth is that we say the Kedusha just like the Malachim say it. And the Medrash says, Malachim do not sing their song until we do. And that's why we stand on one foot and up, up, up like that. So now we're beginning to appreciate what's going on over here. We're, we're approaching Shema. Shema is the greatest 
expression of your intellectual awareness of the unity of Hashem. And that unity of Hashem can only happen if you truly understand there's a light of creation that seeps into everything in this world. And this is the true vision of what you should be looking at. And if we know the Malachim, and therefore the Malachim are quick, because the will of Hashem is incredible. If it's clear, then you know you're jumping to do things. So that's why we're mentioning the angels. So what's left tomorrow is to discuss this idea that we said, that well, we said that is the world of the angels. We don't hear anything about the angels. And over here, it's not the world of the angels, and we're hearing what the angels are doing. So we have to now get into a deeper discussion of what's the difference between Pesukah the Zimra and this part of the Tefillah, which we will discuss tomorrow.